International Soccer Preview, we are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to Series 20, the 2023 African Cup. This episode is looking at the players of Morocco. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and this is a continuation of Series 20 on the 2023 African Cup, played in 2024. Uh, we have done a full and short version of the groups and teams and are now looking at the players of each team, this episode covering Morocco's players. Uh, we're doing this media cast in two parts. Uh, part one here is a look at the candidates for the squad and their likelihood of making it. Part two will come out when the squad lists are released and the final squad selected. We think that'll be in early January, and at that time we will go back over the list that we compiled today and see who made it and who didn't. And we'll also cover a few other things that I'll talk about at the end of this media cast. Uh, we did do a media cast on the Morocco players going into the um, 2021 African Cup, that took place in January 2022, but even more recently going into the World Cup in December 2022. So check the link in the show notes for those. Uh, both of them provided biographies on the candidates in quite a bit of detail. And since a lot of that is still relevant, we've decided not to commit ourselves to full player media casts every two years for the African region. So we're going to be treating this one as more of an update. Uh, in that series, we were able to show who made it and who didn't. Um, but we could only go as far as predicting the starters, as, yes, predicting the starters. So here we'll begin uh, with the list we compiled for the World Cup. We'll review who made the squad uh, and then update by saying who the starters were. And then we will turn our attention to the uh, 2023 or the upcoming African Cup and uh, update the players based on their participation uh, over the past uh, two years, no, over the past year since the World Cup, uh, but including their games in the World Cup. And so at the end, we'll emerge with a new list of players and their likelihood of making it to the squad uh, for the upcoming uh, Cup. Uh, we're going to put a few players in the spotlight. Uh, these will be players who were not covered in the media cast for the previous cup and who have a good chance of starting. So any main players that we don't put in the spotlight were covered in the media cast for the 2022 World Cup there. Uh, that'll be most of the players actually, and the information in the previous media cast is not too outdated at this point. So again, we refer you to the link in the show notes. And then for fun, we're going to finish with our early predictions of starters, and we'll let you know what to expect in part two. Uh, in terms of our general media cast, um, we have made a separate video on what we'll be covering over the next nine months. Uh, YouTube watchers can see the link to that on the screen right now, and it has also it can also be found in the show notes for both watchers and listeners. 
Uh, in short, we have completed our series on the groups and teams and the players, or uh, part one of the players' media cast, for the 2023 Asian Cup. And we're now focused on the uh, 2023 African Cup. We've done the groups and teams, and we're getting close to the end of finishing uh, the players here or a part one of the players. Um, and both those tournaments, the Asian Cup and African Cup, take place in early 2024. And uh, we've also started coverage of the World Cup 2026 qualifying, uh, but we will turn our attention to that fully once these uh, tournaments are complete. Let's begin then. And um, Section two deals with making our list of candidates uh, for the upcoming squad. And to do that, we go back uh, to the list we compiled for the 2022 World Cup. So let's begin with the manager. And uh, uh, we're going to go back actually to uh, the 2021 20, uh, African Cup here and um, list uh, Vahid Halilhodic. Uh, Sorry, it's uh, difficult to say. Halilhodic. Halil Hojic. I, I don't want to hurt myself. Uh, okay. Um, uh, Halil Hojic uh, led them through the 2021 African Cup and actually stayed on after. Uh, in August, though, so about a half a year later, um, disagreements with the Moroccan FA's president on how the team should move forward. That's actually a quote from the article that I read. Uh, saw him fired. And this was actually the third time that Halil Hodic was sacked after successfully qualifying a team for the World Cup. So uh, a bit unlucky there. Um, so out went Halil Hodic and in came uh, Walid uh, Regraqui. Um, I think Morocco specializes in managers that are uh, have names difficult to pronounce. So Regraqui uh, took over and led them through a highly successful World Cup. They finished in fourth place there. And so no surprise that he stayed on after that. And so he uh, remains their um, manager coming into this cup. We'll remove uh, Halahodic from the list here. And uh, we'll remove the highlights too. The highlights kind of indicated um, their likelihood of making it last time. Uh, and we had uh, Ragogui as a definite candidate, but we remove that now and we'll talk about uh, whether we think that is the case coming into this cup uh, when we do the spotlight review. Anyway, uh, to give a hint, the team looks very stable, so we don't think um, there's uh, any chance that he'll be replaced at this late stage. Okay, that wasn't a hint, that was pretty much saying our prediction. Anyway, let's move on to goalkeepers. And again, we start with the list uh, compiled for the 2022 World Cup. And at that time, we had two definite candidates, uh, Yasin Bounou, uh, sometimes known by his nickname Bono, and um, Munir Mohand uh, Mohammadi. And he can go by um, any of those names, really. I've seen him referred to as Mohand and Mohammadi, I think. Uh, but I think he's most commonly referred to as Munir. Uh, both of those definite candidates. Um, next, we had a possible candidate in Anas Zuniti. And we had a possible but unlikely candidate in uh, uh, Ahmed Reda uh, Taganuti. 
and I'm leaving him on the list uh, because he does come into the uh, narrative a little bit here. But generally, uh, players who were at the possible but unlikely level who didn't uh, get selected for the Cup or who haven't appeared since, uh, we're going to leave off the list here. Uh, we also had a new candidate when the uh, squad list came out, and that was uh, Sami Klemkani. So let's see uh, what became of these players. I'll just add one detail that we thought uh, Yasin Bunu would be the starter, but we thought there was potential for uh, Munir to be the starter. Now we'll remove those highlights and update the players. Uh, okay, Yasin Bunu um, was uh, selected for the squad, of course, and... Um, uh, started all seven games except for game two, which was a bit of an odd uh, case. He was actually named to the starting squad. And then it seemed moments before the game, uh, they made uh, a decision to uh, go with Munir. And so that was the only game that uh, Bunu didn't start. Uh, since that time, he has started 12 of their 15 games. Um, and that includes the World Cup games onwards, uh, and was on the bench for two and not selected for one other. So uh, we still uh, consider Yasin Bunu a definite candidate for this squad. Um, uh, Munir Mohand was also selected for the squad, of course, and as we saw, he did appear uh, in game two in that last-minute decision. And since that time, Munir has started three of their 15 games, uh, but was on the bench for 11, so just one match that he wasn't selected for. So we still consider him a definite candidate, although uh, we, we don't think he will be a starter. But uh, again, we'll talk about starters at the uh, end of the uh, media cast here. Um, next, we had possible candidate Anas Zaniti. And uh, Zaniti was not selected for the squad. Uh, the poor fellow has... Uh, uh, always been a consideration for the final squad um, over the years. Uh, he was, um, but the only cup he actually uh, reached was the 2013 African Cup where he was on the bench. Uh, every other one since uh, he was not selected for or didn't make the final cut, or in the case of the 2021 African Cup, uh, was selected for the final squad and then injured. So uh, kind of unlucky. Um, he wasn't selected for the World Cup uh, here. He, he uh, was under threat of injury even for that cup with a fractured hand, but actually overcame that injury uh, only to be not selected. And uh, last appeared for the team uh, shortly before the cup um, on the bench in September 2022. So uh, doesn't seem a consideration for this cup, uh, Anas Zaniti, and uh, we will... Um, put him in the seems to be off the squad, giving him a very slim chance of coming back, but a chance nonetheless. Um, the only other candidate, no, we have to look at Ahmed Raider Tagnauti, uh, and he um, was selected for the squad, um, actually on the roster, but saw no action, so just uh, on the bench there. And uh, however, that was the last time he appeared for the national team. So uh, we're going to move Tagnauti uh, uh, also to seemingly off the squad, a small chance of him uh, coming back into the picture. 
Uh, finally, the new candidate, Sammy uh, Clemcani, was added to the uh, roster there, but um, uh, not selected for the squad. And uh, he's just uh, 19 years old, actually, so very young. He was with Chelsea's uh, youth team and actually with Chelsea, uh, their senior team, uh, but has since moved on to AEK Athens B team uh, in Greece. But he still looks a, a candidate for the future, uh, but uh, uh, probably too young at that time to be uh, considered for the squad. So uh, those are the candidates on the list, and we have a couple to add. Uh, the first one is at the likely level, and it's Mehdi Benabid. Um, Mehdi Benabid got his first appearance on the bench in March 2023, and uh, didn't start any games, but was on the bench for seven, and uh, just one match that he wasn't selected for. So uh, Mehdi Benabid, we won't put him in the spotlight because he doesn't seem like a starter, but he does seem a likely candidate to uh, be named to the squad. Uh, we have two possible but unlikely candidates. And uh, because we have a lot of candidates to go through in many positions, I'm going to deal with possible but unlikely candidates just by naming them and putting them on the list, but not really describing their participation uh, over the past while. But if they do get named to the uh, uh, roster, um, uh, we, we will focus on them a little bit more in part two. So we have Yusuf Al-Moti and uh, Rashid uh, Ghanimi. Uh, both possible but unlikely candidates. Uh, okay, that is goalkeeper. So let's just uh, review the list and then look at the situation uh, of the position. So we have two definite candidates in Bono and Munir, a likely candidate in newcomer Ben Abid, um, two possible but unlikely candidates in El Moti and uh, Ganimi, and then two players seemingly off the squad. Uh, but with a small chance of coming back, uh, Zaniti and Tagnauti, both of those have uh, tournament experience. And we didn't replace uh, Sami Pamkani. He hasn't been called up uh, since, so we're going to remove him from the list. Um, although I think it's possible we might see him uh, in the future. Uh, in terms of a summary of the position, it's quite simple. Uh, Bunu started all games in the Cup except for one, with Munir stepping in at the last minute uh, in Game 2. And then um, Bunu has started um, uh, all of the games except for two games in June where um, uh, he was on the bench and uh, Munir started those games. So Munir clearly the uh, second string keeper here and uh, it looks like Ben Abid will be the, the uh, third string keeper. Okay, let's move on to defenders and we begin with central defenders and the list that we compiled um, in for the previous cup. So we had two definite candidates. One is uh, Romain Sace uh, and the other Nayaf Aguerd. We had a likely candidate in Sami Mamey. And uh, we had four portable candidates uh, Jawad Al Yamik, uh, Sofian uh, Sof Chakla, Ashraf Dari, and Badr Benoun. And then uh, we did have a couple of players um, seemingly off the squad, but we won't put them on the list because they haven't come 
uh, back into the team. So uh, let's take a look. We'll update these players. Uh, we did have Romain Sace and Nayef Aguerd as starters, and we thought there was a possibility that uh, Sami Mamey uh, would start. I think we were right for the most part, except the last one uh, where we were hopelessly wrong. Uh, let's uh, update the uh, players then. Romain Sace um, was selected for the Cup. He was actually captain of the team. He started the first six games, but was, was struggling with injury uh, towards the end, so subbed out of game five, uh, 67 minutes in, and then subbed out of game six, 21 minutes on, realizing that he couldn't uh, play properly and did not appear for game seven. Um, however, he has since returned uh, to the starting lineup, starting 13 of their 15 games uh, since the start of the 2022 World Cup, um, on the bench for two others, um, uh, including the seventh game of the uh, World Cup there. In terms of his club affiliations, he has kind of... Uh, um, stepped down i would say in the status of his clubs he was with wolverhampton in england uh for quite a while from 2016 to 22 uh to 2022 he did move to besiktas in turkey uh for a year and has now moved to al sad in qatar and is actually on loan with a team in saudi arabia so um not to insult the uh, Middle Eastern League there, but it is for Europeans a bit more of a uh, retirement league uh, for players who move from Europe to uh, um, to the Middle East. Or oh, that's the general uh, the general uh, view of it. Uh, although it's not true in every case. Anyway, Romain Saïs remains a definite candidate for us here, and we move to uh, Naive Aguer. Um, he uh, started in the World Cup, the first four games, um, but he subbed out of game four, uh, 84 minutes in, due to an injury which ended his tournament. Um, though, uh, like Sice, though, he has returned to the starting lineup, starting 12 of their 15 games since the start of the World Cup, on the bench for one, and uh, out injured for two of those games in the Cup. Uh, so, Nayef Aguerd. A, a definite candidate once again. Uh, the next one was Sami Mamey, and uh, we had considered him a likely candidate, perhaps even a starter. Uh, however, he was not selected for the Cup. So uh, this is a surprise given his involvement. He had played four of their five games uh, between the 2022 African Cup, we'll say, and um, the World Cup, but he was not selected um, even for the, no, there was no preliminary squad. He was not selected. Uh, since that time, he has not played for the national team. So his last appearance ends up being before the Cup in September 2022. So uh, Sami Mamey, um, having been a likely candidate, now it seems um, we, we'll just remove him from the list because he seems uh, uh, far from uh, being a candidate for this cup. Next, we have the first of our four possible candidates, um, Jawad uh, El Yamik. So he um, was selected for the cup. He subbed uh, into two games, uh, sorry, into three games, and then uh, basically replaced Aguerd there as the starter uh, for the remaining three games. 
at the end. Uh, since that time, he started three of their 15 games, as well as subbing in for five and being on the bench for five. Uh, so just two matches that he was not uh, selected for. So uh, we are going to move him up to a likely candidate here. Um, uh, probably not a starter because he got that starting position due to injury of a player who's now recovered. And, um, oh, uh, um, yes, I actually had him as a possible candidate, and I wasn't sure why after reading his participation. Uh, but actually, he has been used decreasingly and uh, not selected for two of the last three games. So I think I'll leave him... Uh, where I had him and where he was going into the previous cup as a possible candidate. Uh, he also had um, uh, moved kind of downward in his club affiliations there. So he was with uh, Real Valladolid in Spain uh, from 2020 to 2023 and has now moved to Al Weda in Saudi Arabia. Uh, so uh, that uh, actually may explain why he was selected less uh, towards the end. Uh, the second possible candidate, Sofiane Chakla. Uh, okay, actually, I'll just actually change uh, Al Yamik's name to a black script because he has been through a tournament now. Uh, Sofiane Chakla um, was not selected for the cup and uh, last appeared for the national team in June uh, 2022. So he seems uh, quite far off the squad now, and we remove him from the list. Uh, his name was in black because he had been selected for the African Cup in uh, 20 in January 2022. The third one was uh, Ashraf Dari, and he was selected for the Cup. Um, subbed into Game 5 uh, and then gained a starting position uh, for game six and seven. It's a little bit complex and not worth getting into, but he effectively replaced um, uh, Romain Sass, uh, Romain Saiz there. And uh, since that time, uh, Dari has started two of their 15 games, uh, subbed in for one and was on the bench for eight. However, he was not selected for the last four matches. So... Um, uh, he was regularly called up uh, prior to that, so we will leave him uh, at the portable level here, but uh, missing the last four matches makes him almost unlikely. Uh, the fourth candidate, Bader Benoun, um, was also selected for the Cup. He was subbed in uh, into three games there, and... Um, uh, however, has not appeared since the World Cup. So Bader Ben uh, uh, Benun, uh, we put as seemingly uh, off the squad. And actually, he was actually struggling with a heart condition um, at times in his career. So uh, I wonder uh, if that, uh, in the long term, will will make him less likely. Although he is still playing uh, club soccer. Uh, he moved from Al-Ali in Egypt uh, in 22 to uh, Qatar, Qatar Soccer Club uh, there. And um, uh, seems a very slim chance of him making the squad here. Um, we have a few players to add to the list here. 
then having uh, lost uh, a few candidates. The first one is at the portable level. It's uh, Abdel Abkar. And uh, he got his first appearance on the bench in March 2023 and didn't start any games but was on the bench for four. Uh, but he was also not selected for four, including the last match. So a uh, possible candidate, Abdel Abkar. Uh, we're also going to add uh, Yunus um, Abdel Hamid to the list. And uh, he does uh, have tournament experience. We're adding him at the portable level. Uh, he was kind of off the squad, so uh, wasn't a consideration really for the 2021 African Cup or the following World Cup, but has now returned after an almost three-year absence quite recently uh, in September uh, 2023. Uh, didn't start any games, but was subbed in for two and on the bench for two. So um, Yunus El, uh, Abdel Hamid kind of making a comeback into the team here. And we have uh, just two candidates to add again because they're uh, um, possible but unlikely. And we have a lot of candidates to do. I'll just give the names. But the first one is uh, Chadi Riyad. Uh, he's actually uh, with Barcelona. Uh, in Spain, currently on loan to Real Betis, um, uh, a 20-year-old, so possible candidate for the future there. And uh, also Ismail Kandus, uh, we add to the list as a possible but unlikely candidate. Okay, let's go over the list and then summarize the position in a bit of a narrative. So we have two definite candidates, uh, Romain Saiz and Aguerd. Uh, four possible candidates again, just like last time, but different players. Uh, El Amik, um, Ashraf Dari, uh, Abdel Abkar, and then Yunus Abdel Hamid. Uh, two possible but unlikely candidates, Chadi Raid and uh, Ismail Kandus, and Badr Ben Aoun, seemingly off, uh, sorry, Badr Benoun, seemingly off the squad, but with uh, perhaps a slim chance of returning. Uh, in terms of the position, uh, we saw that it was Aguerd and Sice in the cup, but both of them got injured. Uh, El Yamik replaced Aguerd, uh, who got injured uh, in game four. So for three games, uh, El Yamik stepped in. And uh, Dari effectively replaced uh, Romain Sice in game six and seven. Uh, Aguerd and Sice. Uh, resumed their partnership after the Cup, and they played all games, Candus um, replacing Saiz in the only game uh, that he was out for. Uh, but Candus, um, uh, a possible but unlikely candidate uh, here. Okay, let's go to left backs and look at the candidates we had back in the previous Cup. Uh, Ashraf Hakimi uh, was actually... Um, coded as a left back when we went into the last cup uh he had been a left back in the past in the 2021 african cup uh he did play as a right back uh but we we didn't change his coding but we probably should now because he played as a right back in the in the world cup too uh anyway uh we will talk about him at the right back position but suffice to say here that he was a definite candidate um uh, regardless uh, also adam massini seems to have uh, switched sides too uh, we have him as a definite candidate here 
uh, as a left back as well. But we'll talk about that as we update the players. Uh, a possible candidate here was Yahya uh, Atiyat Allah. Um, possible candidate, and we'll um, we'll uh, refer to him as Atiyat Allah here. Uh, and then uh, we had three players who seemed to be off the squad, and uh, all three of them proved to be as none of them uh, returned to the squad. So let's uh, update these players. We'll actually um, uh, delay talking about ha uh, uh, Ashraf Hakimi. Uh, we did nominate him as a starter, and that uh, turns out to be the case, but uh, as a right back. So we'll put him on the list as the uh, right back. Um, the other definite candidate, Adam Massini, um, was uh, selected for the, uh, no, he was selected for the 2021 African Cup, actually, so uh, we should have his name uh, in black text there. But uh, not selected, despite being a starter in all five games of the uh, African Cup in 2022, uh, was not selected for this Cup. Uh, that was due to injury, actually, and uh, in early September prior to the Cup, uh, he had knee surgery, which had a six-month recovery time uh, on it. Uh, however, he has not returned to the team since then. Uh, he has actually um, moved, uh, well, sideways, but a bit, uh, a bit upward, given that Watford uh, was relegated. Uh, he played for Watford from 2018 to 2022 and has since uh, moved to Udinese in uh, Italy. So uh, his club affiliation is still quite strong, but uh, not being called back to the squad. So we'll move uh, Adam Messina from the definite candidate he was down to uh, seemingly off the squad. Uh, okay, the next candidate uh, was um, uh, Atiyat Allah, and he was selected for the Cup. Uh, he started and finished uh, games five and seven and subbed into three games besides that uh, in the cup and uh, since that time he has started six of their 15 games and uh, subbed in for five and on the bench for two so just two matches that he wasn't selected for and so he moves up from a um from a uh, possible candidate last time to a likely candidate now uh, his name also changes to Black Script because he has been through a tournament. Um, the next candidate, uh, there are none left over to update from the previous cup, but there are, uh, there is one player to add here, and that is at the bottom of an unlikely level, so we will just uh, put his name on the list. It is Ayub Amrawi as a possible but unlikely candidate. And again, uh, we'll talk more about uh, the 19-year-old uh, if he's selected for the squad. Um, oh, yes, I'm sorry. We do have one more candidate to add. It's, it's basically an out-of-position player. So uh, he was on the list as a right-back uh, for the 2022 uh, World Cup, as we'll soon see. Uh, but actually ended up playing as a left-back, uh, both in the Cup and in this period. So that is definite candidate uh, Nusser Masrawi. So yes, you may have been wondering who started uh, in the Cup as left-back, and it was him. 
uh, at least starting five of the seven games, and uh, Atiyat uh, Ala uh, started the other two. Um, sorry, uh, yes, since then he has started 12 of their 15 games. Uh, however, he's been out with two separate injuries for the last three games, and I believe um, that's current. So uh, he is out currently with a torn muscle bundle, um, and that looks like it could threaten his participation in the Cup. So uh, Nusair Mazrui, a definite candidate, uh, but an injury doubt hanging over him, and we'll have to wait until... Uh, the update podcast part two uh, to to see how that is developing. Okay, so let's look at the candidates. We have definite candidate uh, Mazrawi, but uh, under a an injury concern. Likely candidate Atiyat Allah, and um, possible but unlikely newcomer Amrawi, and seemingly off the squad um, Adam Messina. And let's uh, finish with a narrative on the position. So, as we saw, Mazraoui started five of the seven games in the Cup. Uh, he was actually injured for two separate games there, too. And uh, Atiyat Allah replaced him. And the two alternated uh, in the games after that, uh, Mazraoui starting um, more and also playing in other positions. He played as a right-back once and a defensive midfielder once. However, uh, Masraoui's injury uh, may leave him off the squad, and so in that case, it would seem that Atiyat Ala would, uh, would probably become the starter. Over to the right side, uh, we did not have um, Ashraf Hakimi on the list uh, back then. We had him as a left-back but uh, we will leave him uh, there because he's a definite candidate going into this cup. Uh, in the previous one, we uh, had uh, Adam, Messina, Adam Messina on the list as a right back, as a left back, but we also had him as a possible starter on the right side. However, uh, we were wrong and um, uh, we saw that he wasn't selected for the cup. Uh, due to injury and hasn't returned. Um, we had a likely candidate for right back in um, Sofiane Alakouch. And we had, uh, here's where we had possible candidate uh, Nusair Mazraoui. And we'll remove him from the list. Uh, he is no longer coded as a right back. Uh, and he is a definite candidate as a left back now. Uh, we just talked about him. And we had a couple of players seemingly off the squad or retired who never came back. And we also had an injured candidate, uh, Ayub El uh, Amlud, um, who's, I think, I'm not sure if his injury prevented him from selection, but anyway, he wasn't selected and has not come back into the picture. So uh, let's deal with the candidates we have here. And I don't think we did update uh, uh, Ashraf Hakim in terms of his participation. So he did start all five games in the Cup. Uh, sorry, all seven games in the Cup, uh, lining up as a right back. And uh, has since started 14 of their 15 games uh, on the bench for one other. So he has a firm grip uh, on the position. Uh, an amazing player for them. Uh, 
he has uh, 68 caps and eight goals and is still just 25 years old. So uh, Ashraf Hakimi, um, a definite candidate here. Um, our likely candidate, Sofiane Alakouch, was uh, not selected for the club. A bit of a surprise there. Uh, in the five games uh, prior to the prior to the World Cup, or actually prior to our doing the media cast in preparation for the World Cup, uh, he had he had uh, uh, been called up for all five games. So it was a surprise to us when he wasn't called up uh, for the World Cup. He had been called up for the African Cup uh, prior earlier that year. Uh, however, uh, he has uh, last appeared then on the bench in June of 2022. Um, so I think we did our media cast quite early there. So in the five games leading up to that. So uh, Sophie and Alakouch uh, off the team since June. We're going to remove him from the list uh, altogether. Uh, since June of 2022, and we only have one candidate to add, and that is at the possible but unlikely level, and it is uh, Fad Mufi, uh, just appear briefly for the team. Again, we'll talk more about him if he makes the squad. So all in all, uh, we just have the one candidate, really. It's definite candidate Ashraf Hakimi, uh, and then possible but unlikely candidate Fad Mufi. So uh, the summary of the position is quite easy here. Uh, Hakimi was present uh, for every game, but uh, uh, he was one game on the bench and he was replaced by the left back uh, Masrawi. So that, that kind of reflects their lack of candidates here uh, as uh, right backs. And they'd probably do well to uh, bring someone in just in case Hakimi gets injured. Um, even though out of position players can replace him, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a new name uh, coming into the final squad there. Okay, let's uh, move on to the midfield. Um, we begin with defensive midfielders, and again, the list we compiled for the previous cup. And there we had a possible candidate, Yaya Jabrain, and a player who seemed to be off the squad uh, who didn't return, so we won't put him on the list. So just one candidate as a defensive midfielder. And... Um, Let's uh, uh, deal with him. So uh, we'll update uh, Yaya Jabrain. He was uh, selected for the Cup and uh, subbed into a couple of games. And since that time has started two of their 15 games, subbed in for three and on the bench for seven, uh, including the last match. So uh, he's still pretty current. But there were six matches that he uh, was not selected for. And overall, he's kind of drifted off the team uh, uh, towards the end. Uh, only two bench appearances in the last eight games. So one of those was in the last match, but overall uh, kind of drifting off the team. But we still have him at the portable level, uh, just as he was going into the previous cup. The only difference being that he now has tournament experience. So we change his name to a black script. And then we have one candidate to add at the defensive midfield level. That's Usama uh, Al-Azuzi, uh, also at the possible level. So uh, Al-Azuzi got his first appearance recently on the bench in March 2023, uh, but uh, started one of their remaining three games and was on the bench for 
the first of those three matches. However, uh, he was injured for the last one. So uh, that puts a bit of uh, doubt over him. He's just uh, 22 years old, uh, playing for Bologna in Italy. Uh, so a possible candidate, but with an injury doubt hanging over him. So those are our only two candidates uh, at the defensive midfielder. We won't uh, uh, review the list right here uh, until we do uh, central midfielders, and then uh, we'll review the list and talk about a summary for both uh, positions. Uh, among the central midfielders back in the previous cup, we had Sofiane Amrabat as a definite candidate, and uh, Azadine uh, Unahi uh, also as a definite candidate. Uh, we thought both of those players would be starters as well. We also had a um, possible can candidate, Imran Luza, and uh, the other players from C uh, possible but unlikely downwards, we had two players, but uh, none of them come into the picture. So uh, let's update these players. We thought uh, Sofian Amrabat would be a starter, and indeed he was both selected and was a starter. Uh, all seven games he started and finished there in the cup and uh, has since started 11 of their 15 games. Uh, but injured for one and not selected for three others. So we're being quite conservative here, but we um, we move him down to a likely candidate here uh, just because there's a slight doubt, although um, it would be a surprise if they didn't bring him. Uh, he is uh, still with Fiorentina in Italy since 2020, but is currently on loan to Manchester United uh, in England. So... A significant uh, uh, club move there for him. And uh, next we have Azadin Unahi. Um, started all seven games uh, except for game seven. Actually, game seven, they, they fielded a partial B team there. So he was one of the starters who was left off. Uh, Unahi uh, started 11 of their games um over the past year, including the World Cup, and uh, not selected for two others, uh, but one of those was the last match. So that causes us uh, also to relegate him from definite down to likely. Uh, he has had a club, uh, a significant club move, uh, moving from Angers in France uh, to Marseille in France in 2023 and he is just 23 years old. So uh, Unahi, uh, still a likely candidate, and again, we'd be surprised not to see him at the Cup. Just a, a niggle of doubt uh, over him. Uh, let's look at uh, and update the possible candidate, Imran Luza. So uh, Luza was not selected for the Cup. Uh, he actually um, did have an injury in October of 2022, which kind of uh, uh, maybe uh, affected his chances. Uh, the long and short of it is that he is now a possible but unlikely candidate, uh, having not been selected for the last four matches. Uh, however, given the lack of candidates here, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, come back into the squad. And actually, that's what we're going to deal with because we've updated all the players from the previous Cup. So let's add new players that have come in. And we do have two at the possible level. The first one is actually uh, an exciting possibility here. 
Uh, it is Ismail Sebera, uh, Sebari, I should say, Ismail Sebari at the possible level. And uh, even though he doesn't really make the spotlight, I want to talk about him because uh, 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 an interesting case. He is with. Uh, he was born in Spain, but actually uh, played with PSV Eindhoven Juice Club and uh, has played with the senior team since 2022. Sorry, since 2020. Uh, but he's only 22 years old, so uh, he started there with uh, PSV Eindhoven as a teenager uh, for their senior team. Uh, for the Moroccan team, he got his first cap in September 2023 and didn't start any games, but he was subbed in for all four matches. Okay, so I'll admit it's not as exciting as I pumped it up to be when I first mentioned his name, but... Um, uh, nevertheless, Ismail Sebari, uh, a young uh, possible candidate here. Uh, also uh, young, even younger, is 21-year-old um, uh, Amir Richardson. And um, he also uh, came into the team uh, in September 2023. He didn't start any of their games either, but he was subbed in for three and on the bench for one other. So uh, quite similar to uh, uh, Sebari there, and he plays for Stade Reims in France, uh, having been born in France, uh, Amir Richardson. And that is uh, almost it, but we have three players to add at the possible but unlikely level. I'm not surprised that they're kind of bringing in uh, a lot of names here because the, the uh, defensive midfielder and central midfielder positions seem a bit thin. Anyway, I'll just mention the names here. Yusuf Male, uh, Benjamin Buchuari, and uh, Yasin Ketcha. So all three of those have an outside chance of making the squad, and we will uh, elaborate on them if they make it to the uh, uh, the final selection. Uh, okay, so now we are in a position to summarize both defensive midfield and central midfield and talk about the position. So uh, for defensive midfield, we only have two possible candidates, uh, Yaya Jabrain and Usama Al-Azuzi, who is under an injury concern. And then in central midfield, two likely candidates in Sofiane Amrabat and uh, Azadine Unahi. Uh, two possible candidates in young newcomers, Ismail Sebari and Emir Richardson. And then uh, several possible but unlikely candidates, including Imran Luza. Uh, in terms of the position, um, it was a three-man midfield for most of the Cup. Six of the seven games, they went with a 4-3-3 uh, formation. So um, it was Amrabat in the center of that three-man midfield, flanked by Unahi and attacking midfielder Amala. And in the one game where it was a two-man central midfield against France, uh, it was just Amrabat and Unahi. So we saw that... Um, uh, one of the positions was a, an attacking midfielder, Amala, and he was replaced by another attacking midfielder, Abdel Hamid Sabiri, uh, in games three and seven, while uh, attacking midfielder El Kanous 
replaced Unahi in game seven there too. Um, in the games after, there was some experimentation in the friendlies. I haven't talked about the games they played, but basically they had four African Cup uh, qualifying games, uh, some friendlies, and then the uh, World Cup qualifying games in November for the uh, 2026 World Cup. So in those uh, friendlies, there was some experimentation. And uh, even in the qualifying games, uh, and it became a bit complex with uh, uh, the left-backs, Mazrui and Atiyat uh, Ala kind of tried out in the position. But the long and short of it was um, fewer starts for Amrabat and Unahi. And uh, left midfielder who will meet shortly, uh, Harit, uh, seeing more starts uh, in the central midfield. So uh, they did kind of add a name to the central midfield uh, with Harit uh, there. Um, Amrabat did, however, return for the last game, and he still seems the most likely uh, player. Meanwhile, Unahi... Uh, may well keep his spot, but Harit seems to be making uh, a bit of a bid for it. And we're going to look at Harit uh, right away here. So that is the defensive and central midfield. And uh, we move on to talk about left midfielders and right midfielders. And the only candidate coded as a left midfielder uh, is um, Amin Harit. And uh, we had him in the previous cup as a portable candidate. Um, but he was not selected for the squad. He, well, he was, actually. He was selected for the final squad, but then he got injured before the tournament and was replaced. So uh, he returned after a, after the injury, which lasted 12 months, or, or at least he was off the team for 12 months. He returned in September 2023 to start three of their four remaining games and subbed in for one other. Uh, he also made a significant club move from Schalke in Germany to Marseille in France. And um, uh, we now consider Harit a uh, likely candidate, kind of filling up uh, the midfield a bit more, the central midfield a bit more there, and um, perhaps even uh, challenging for a starting spot. Uh, that was the only candidate we had as a left midfielder, even though they played a 4-3-3 formation in the Cup in six of the seven games and continued to use that formation for about half the games afterwards. Um, that formation does require a left midfielder and a right midfielder, but we're seeing a general trend uh, in soccer where fewer and fewer players are coded as left and right midfielders, and it's usually players coded as defensive or especially central midfielders uh, just playing that part or playing that uh, position. Uh, and case in point, on the right, we only had uh, one possible candidate also in the previous cup. That was Mohamed Chibi. Um, sorry, uh, po yeah, possible candidate in that cup. And he was not selected for the squad and, uh, and then last played for the national team uh, before the World Cup in June 2022. So we now move him down to uh, uh, seemingly off the squad. In fact, we'll remove him from the list altogether because he doesn't seem like he uh, uh, will come back. 
Okay, that is uh, the left and right midfield position. Let's move on to the uh, left wing, left attacking midfielder, left forward position. So we're kind of grouping the uh, upper left quadrant of the field um, uh, here uh, into one category. And uh, depending on the formation, it could be left winger, left attacking midfielder, or in the 4-3-3, we, we also consider a uh, left forward. If it's two forwards, then we'll consider that in the forward category here, but it's often the uh, uh, player in this position playing as a left forward in a 4-3-3. Okay, let us uh, take a look and see what we had back in the previous cup. So we had a definite candidate in uh, Tarek uh, Tusudali, and we had um, a possible candidate in Zachariah Abuklau. However, we will be moving him over to the right uh, side. I'll leave his name on the list for now. Uh, also a possible candidate in Sufiane Rahimi. And um, we had a possible but unlikely candidate in Abdi Ezalzuli. And we are going to put him on the list uh, because he has come uh, or he does feature in the narrative here. Uh, we had another one who didn't come back into play as well as a couple of players below that likelihood level. So let's update these players, beginning with our definite candidate, uh, Tarek Tisudali. And um, Tisudali was not selected for the uh, squad. Uh, he was injured in August 2022, requiring surgery on his knee, and that put him out for six months, and it seemed um, uh, it seemed like he didn't recover in time. Actually, another source I had called it a cruciate ligament tear. Uh, regardless, uh, having been uh, on the squad for the 2021 African Cup in January of that year, uh, was not selected. So uh, he did return, though, after a 12-month injury absence. Uh, he returned in June 2023, didn't start any of the games, but was subbed in for four and on the bench for one. Uh, and so uh, it is now a possible candidate, actually almost a, like, uh, a likely candidate, given that he was selected for five of the last six games. So uh, we will uh, put him as a likely candidate. And uh, his name should have been in black script even in the uh, going into the 2022 World Cup because he did play uh, as a substitute in the African Cup. Uh, in January of that year. So uh, Tarek Tusadali. The next one is possible candidate Zachariah uh, Abuklau. And um, uh, we have moved him to right wing, so we will talk about him there. I'll just tell you, um, yes, his possibility level was possible here, but we'll uh, reconsider that when we get to the right wing. Sufian Rahimi, um, Sorry, I'm a bit lost in my uh, in my list here. Sufian Rakimi was not selected for the squad, and uh, uh, last appeared for the team in June 2022. So, um, uh, looks like he's off the list here. And uh, possible but unlikely candidate uh, um, Abdi uh, Ez uh, Ezal Zuli. 
uh, was a very exciting prospect going into the cup. I think Spain, uh, Spain and uh, Morocco were kind of fighting, uh, trying to get him. Uh, but uh, Morocco won that battle, and he uh, was selected for the World Cup there. Um, and maybe he was unlikely because it wasn't really clear which uh, country he would throw his allegiance towards. But uh, he was selected for the World Cup. He subbed into three games there and uh, uh, has since started three of their 15 games, subbed in for six and on the bench for four. So just two matches that he was not selected for. He's 22 years old, so uh, perhaps uh, uh, not starting uh, because uh, of his age but I'm sure he will continue to be, uh, 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 he will grow in, in uh, his participation for the team. He actually has moved from Barcelona, where he was from 2021 to 2023, uh, to Real Betis in uh, Spain uh, in 2023. So he has, uh, um, uh, we, oh, we have him as a likely candidate uh, at this point. Uh, okay, that I think is all the players we have to uh, update, but we are going to add a couple of players to the list, uh, quite significant ones actually. So the first one is a newcomer, uh, Amin Adli, and we're going to put him in the spotlight. He, along with the other two, is at the likely level. Um, but he uh, got his first cap in September 2023 and immediately started three of their four remaining games, uh, subbing into the one other. So uh, uh, he is 23 years old and plays for Bayer Leverkusen uh, in Germany. So it looks like he's making a quick entrance into the uh, squad and may even, uh, or, or seems to actually, even be ahead of uh, Tissoudalian uh, uh, Ezalzuli. Uh, I'm going to actually put him at the top of the list there. Um, the other candidate we want to add is attacking midfielder Sophie Buffal, and uh, he uh, will come in as a possible candidate. Uh, he was selected for the World Cup and actually started uh, all seven games, and he was the starter, you may have been wondering, uh, because we haven't mentioned it yet, who was starting in this uh, uh position and uh, as we saw with the 4-3-3 formation for six games uh, that makes him something of a left forward kind of left attacking midfielder slash left forward and uh, um, he lined up as a left winger in the uh, in the other game against France uh, where they used a different formation since that time Buffel has started nine of their 15 games uh, he was subbed in for one um, and not selected for one. However, he was injured for the last four. So uh, a, a pretty big injury concern uh, hanging over him. Um, yeah, so uh, Sophie Buffel, we'll talk about him more in the... Uh, uh, we'll talk about him more in the summary of the position. We also have a, a possible candidate to add in uh, Sofiane Dion. So he got his first appearance on the bench in the very last game uh, in November 2023. So we're always a bit unsure uh, what the likelihood of a player like that will be. We usually put them at the possible level. 
Uh, and we also have here, um, and I'm wondering where he came from, that's why I paused earlier. Uh, yes, I think I forgot to introduce him as a new candidate uh, added to the list uh, when the 2022 World Cup roster came out, and that is uh, Anas Zauri, uh, Anas Zaruri. Uh, so added to the list there and actually was selected for the squad. He appeared uh, only in game seven, though. That was the partial B team game where he was subbed in 64 uh, minutes uh, uh, into the game. Uh, he had been new to the squad uh, prior to the Cup, having never played for the national team. Um, uh, just in a warm-up game immediately before the tournament, so kind of uh, quickly added to the squad. He has since uh, started none of their 15 games, actually, uh, but he was subbed in for three and on the bench for eight. Uh, however, he has not been selected for the last uh, four matches. That would normally put him at the uh, uh, possible but unlikely level. However, uh, we consider that um, his move to Burnley uh, in England, a Premier League team, and actually he has been uh, uh, getting some attention there recently. Uh, we think that moves him up to the possible level. So Anas Zarori, uh, 23 years old, and a possible candidate. And um, we actually changed his name to Black Script because he uh, uh, was uh, has been through a tournament now. And we have one more possible candidate to add, uh, and that's Ibrahim uh, Salah. Uh, so Ibrahim Salah got his first appearance on the bench in March 2023. He didn't start any of the remaining eight games, uh, but was on the bench for five of them and uh, with the under-2023 team uh, for the last match and not selected for two others. So 22-year-old uh, Ibrahim Salah, uh, also a possible candidate. Uh, here, so we have uh, a new list, uh, quite changed from the previous cup. Let's review it and then talk about the position. Uh, we have likely candidates in Amin Adli, Tarek Tisadula, uh, sorry, Tarek Tisudali, and uh, Abdi Azalzuli. Uh, and I do realize he uh, uh, goes by the nickname uh, Easy or Ez Abdi. But uh, I continue to call him uh, as Alzuli. We'll see what they call him in the upcoming cup here. Uh, besides those three likely candidates, we have four possible candidates in Sofiane Bouffel, uh, Sofiane Diop, Anas Zarauri, and uh, Ibrahim Salah um, there. So that's a lot of competition for one position. Let's see uh, how that uh, uh, played out. So. Uh, attacking midfielder Buffal, uh, as we saw, played as a left forward in six of the seven games and a left winger in the seventh, so selected for all uh, seven games of the cup. Buffal continued for two of the next six matches uh, when it was the left forward position. They continued with the 4-3-3. But Ezalzuli uh, uh, was there when the formation required a left winger. Uh, two different players were used otherwise, uh, most significant Adley. Uh, 
Uh, Bouval was injured by the time of the last two games, both of those the World Cup qualifiers. Uh, and in those games, it was Ezal Zuli playing as a left forward in the first and then Adley as a left winger uh, in the second. So um, we're not sure what's going to happen with this position. Bouffal was playing out of position and now he's injured. Uh, and now they also have other candidates coded for this position, uh, Adli and Ezal Zuli. Uh, so they may provide competition uh, for this position. But we'll review that in the spotlight review, uh, who we think are going to be starters. Meanwhile, let's move over to the right wing and look at the candidates we had. Uh, so we had uh, just one possible candidate here, and it was Hakim Zayech. Uh, Hakim Zayech, and um, I'm just trying to look back and see why we thought he was uh, uh, just a possible candidate. I do know going into the uh, African Cup at the beginning of 2022, uh, he was uh, kind of uh, had an ongoing disagreement uh, with the manager and was not selected for that cup. But under the new manager, he was kind of brought back into the team. Uh, but uh, whatever the reason is, we had him as a possible candidate going into the cup. But he was selected, and he started all seven games, uh, Hakim Zayech. And he has since started 12 of their 15 games, uh, on the bench for one, injured for one, uh, and not selected for... Uh, one match. And all of those three, the benching, injury, and non-selection, were uh, in the last four games. So uh, that uh, creates a little bit of doubt in us. So uh, we now move Hakim Zayed from possible to uh, likely. Uh, or we move him uh, to likely, even though there is some argument for thinking of him as a definite. Uh, in terms of his club, though, uh, he has uh, he's still on the roster for Chelsea in England, but he was loaned to Galatasaray in Turkey uh, since 2023. So, uh, again, uh, would seem a definite candidate, but perhaps his uh, uh, political problems uh, with coaches or his only playing one of the last four games uh, moves him to the likely level. Okay, and we did say that we were moving uh, left-winger um, Zachariah Abuklau over to here. So he was a possible candidate uh, going into the last cup. And uh, so we'll start by putting his name there. And then we'll update by saying uh, Abuklau started uh, sorry, was selected for the Cup. He was subbed into uh, three of the games. He even scored a goal as well, um, slamming a cutback cross into the net there um, against Belgium. And uh, he started two of their 15 games since and was subbed in for six and on the bench for five. However, he was out for the last three matches for knee surgery. So... Uh, uh, he uh, was a likely candidate here, or we will put him at the likely level uh, with the asterisks that he uh, uh, is um, under an injury concern. And we, uh, we don't have actually a return date for him there. We have to get closer to the cup uh, to see about that. But that would be a bit of a loss for him. He does seem uh, now the backup position in the right wing. Uh, but uh, I'm jumping ahead of myself there. 
let's uh, review the candidates. So Zayech and Abu Klal, both at the likely level, and that's all we have uh, on the right side here, right attacking side. And um, let's summarize the position. So it was Zayech, again, playing as a left forward in six of the games in that 4-3-3 formation, and as a left winger in the 5-4-1 formation of game six against France. Um, he played in uh, two of the following friendlies, but Abu Klal and left winger Adli, um, as well as attacking midfielder Amala, each got starts. Um, in the intervening qualifiers against uh, South Africa, Zayech moved to a central attacking midfield role, and Abu Klal uh, uh, took the position. We think he's the backup. He played as a winger there. And then in the last games, uh, both the uh, World Cup qualifiers, it was attacking midfielder El Canous uh, playing uh, in the first game, and then Zayech returning for the second one. So uh, yeah, a bit uh, a bit of mixing around there, uh, with out of position players also coming in uh, to the right wing. But again, uh, we will talk about who we think is going to start in the spotlight review. Uh, we move on to the forwards and the attacking uh, midfielders is our first category, um, and uh, back in the 2022 World Cup, we had a definite candidate in Salim Amala. Uh, who we have uh, talked about already because we saw him uh, in central midfield. And we had three possible candidates in Ilias Chair uh, and Eamon Barcock and uh, Adele Tarab. Um, and then uh, we also had uh, Sophie Buffel on the list here as an injured candidate, but uh, uh, a, we had him at the likely level. Um, it turned out he wasn't injured and played as the left winger, so we moved him over there. Let's take a look at these candidates. We did uh, nominate Salim Amala as a starter. I'll remove that now. Let's uh, see if he did actually start. He was selected for the Cup, and uh, he appeared in all seven games. He started uh, games one, two, and four and five, but just subbed into the other three. So we were we were we're going to claim victory. Uh, on that one. Uh, he suffered the ignominy of being uh, subbed into a game and then subbed out. Uh, that was game six against France, so players never like it when that happens. Uh, Amala, though, uh, has not been the starter that he was in the Cup. He's only started six of their 15 games uh, since. He was subbed in for three on the bench for one, injured for two, and not selected for three others, including the last match. So uh, drifting off the team slightly, uh, although um, that is contradicted by his club affiliations, which have gotten better, he has moved from, uh, oh no, he is on loan uh, with Valencia in Spain. Uh, he His club is actually Real Valladolid. So that is a kind of a loan upward uh, for Salim Amala, uh, but in terms of uh, Morocco, it's the opposite direction. He's been fielded in only two of their last eight games. So uh, we have uh, Amala moving down from a definite candidate in the last cup to a possible candidate here. 
Uh, that's a bit conservative uh, because I think he'll make it, but uh, uh, that's uh, that's where we go. Uh, let's update the uh, first of the three possible candidates we had going into the previous cup. That is Elias Chair, and uh, he uh, was selected for the squad. He appeared only in Game Seven, where he was subbed in at halftime, and has started none of their 15 games over the past year. Uh, but was subbed in for two and on the bench for seven. However, he was not selected for six matches, including the last four. So we move him down to a possible but unlikely candidate going into this cup. And uh, the second candidate was Eamon Barcock. And uh, he was not selected for this squad uh, for the 2022 World Cup and has not appeared for the national team uh, since June 2022. So Eamon Barcock, uh, we removed from the list altogether. Uh, the third candidate was Abdel Tarabt, and um, he also was not selected for the squad and uh, also has not appeared for the team since June 2022. Uh, also in his uh, club uh, career, he has moved from uh, Benfica in Portugal in Portugal uh, in 2022 to Al Nasser in United Arab Emirates. Uh, so uh, Adele Tarab does not seem um, uh, to have a chance of making it to the squad, so we remove him from the list uh, also. We have two new players to uh, add to the squad. Actually, I think they should have been uh, on the list uh, in the update podcast we did for the 2022 World Cup, but uh, they don't seem to have been added. So I'll add them now uh, as if we had done it uh, last time. The first one, uh, Bilal Al-Kanous, um, and the second one, uh, Abdel, Abdel Hamid Sabiri. Uh, both of those uh, two new candidates coming into the squad. And let's uh, talk about Al-Kanous first. Uh, he had been new to the squad uh, um, when named. He played just uh, the warm-up game immediately uh, before the tournament. So I, I know why we didn't have him in the uh, initial podcast, because I think we did that before the September 2022 games, actually. But as I say, he should have been added in part two. Um, anyway, he uh, did uh, get selected for the squad, so we changed his name to Black. And uh, he appeared only in Game 7 there, that partial B-team game, uh, which he started, actually, and was subbed out uh, 56 minutes in. Uh, El Canus has since started four of their 15 games, subbed in for three, and on the bench for six. So just two matches that he hasn't been selected for uh, over the past year. So uh, we move El Canus up to a, a likely candidate here. Uh, the other one is Abdel Hamid Sabiri, and um, he too uh, was not, uh, had not played any games for the national team uh, when we did our first list, but he got his first cap in September 2022 and uh, didn't start any of their three games prior to the tournament, but was subbed in for two and on the bench for the others. So uh, coming in right at the end here or there, he was selected for the squad and uh, actually started two games, um, games three and seven there. So Sabir, uh, Al -Hamid, uh, sorry, Abdel Hamid Sabiri, we also changed his name to a black script. Um, he has since started three of their 15 games, 
and uh, subbed in for six uh, and on the bench for two. However, he was injured for the last match and uh, had not been selected for the three before that. So all in all, we have Abdel uh, Hamid Sabiri as a possible candidate and uh, with an injury risk hanging over him, which we'll update in part two. Okay, so that's the new list. Let's uh, take a look at it. Uh, for attacking midfielders, we have likely candidate in Bilal El Kanous, two possible candidates in Salim Amala and Abdel Hamid Sabiri, and a possible but unlikely candidate in Ilias Chair. And uh, let's summarize the uh, position. So the position was not used uh, in the mostly 4 3 3 formation that was the cup. And um, Morocco continued to use that formation um, a little more than half the time afterwards. Otherwise, they used a 4 1 4 1 formation three times. Uh, however, that, uh, that did include uh, an attacking player uh, in the central midfield. So uh, basically, it looks like kind of a central attacking midfielder was used. And it was Zayac uh, in one game, and then El Canus um, uh, in the other game. And then actually both of them were used in, in the third match there. So uh, it looks like Zayac and El Canus um, take over when they use an, a central attacking midfielder. Okay, uh, we have no secondary strikers, so we move on to our final category of forwards. And uh, let's look at the list we had going into the previous cup. We had two definite candidates, Ayub El Kabi and Yusuf El Nesri. And then we had uh, two likely candidates. Well, uh, we've talked about Tarek uh, Tisadu, uh, Tisudali. So I think we put him here because uh, we considered him a, a, a possible candidate as a starting forward. Um, so we won't, uh, we've already updated him, so we'll just actually remove him from the list here. Uh, Munir El Haddadi was the other likely candidate. We had a, a possible candidate in Fekal Fajr, and then um, two possible but unlikely candidates in uh, who I won't mention because they haven't come back into the picture. Uh, but we also had an injury candidate, uh, Ryan Mamey, and I'm not sure what his uh, level of uh, likelihood was going into the cup. So I'll just put him for as a possible candidate uh, for the sake of ease here. We also had one candidate, uh, Usama Idrisa, who uh, was at the uh, seemingly off the squad level but he does uh, come back into the narrative here, so we'll put him on the list. Let's update these players. Uh, we did actually nominate both El Tabi and El Nasri as um, starters. We thought they were going to be starters. Let's uh, start with El Kabi. Um, he was not selected for the cup, which was a shock since we had... Uh, uh, thought of him as a definite candidate. I even did some research trying to find out uh, why he wasn't selected, and I didn't find a good answer. Um, he had scored five of their 25 goals in qualifying and um, had played all five of their games uh, in 2020, uh, 20, sorry, after the 2022 African Cup. Uh, so uh, not really sure why, but El Kabi 
um, not selected. He did actually return to the team uh, quite a while after, 15 months after, uh, uh, 15 months later in September 2023, and he has started one of their remaining four games and subbed in for the other three. So maybe coming back into the picture, uh, although we're not sure why he left, is uh, Ayub El Kabi. We'll get rid of the highlights. Uh, for the new list we're compiling here. Uh, Ayub El Kabi now down to a possible candidate uh, for the upcoming tournament. Um, Yusuf El Nezri uh, was our other definite candidate and we considered him a starter and he was. He started all seven games there and has since started 13 of their 15 games uh, over the past year and subbed in for the other two. So uh, Yusuf N. Nezri, we still consider uh, a definite candidate for this tournament as well. Uh, next we have, uh, we'll skip Tarek Tisudali because we've updated him, but Munir El Haddadi um, was not selected for the cup. Again, a bit of a surprise uh, there since we had him as a likely candidate and has not appeared for the team since. Uh, so his last appearance was on the bench in September 2022. Uh, he's only 28 years old, so a slim chance of him coming back into the picture. So we'll move him to the seemingly off-the-squad um, level here. Uh, our possible candidate was uh, Fakel Fadger. And um, I got to confess, I, I had a Moroccan student uh, and I asked him how to pronounce that name and he told me and now I forget what he said. Isn't that terrible? Uh, okay, anyway, uh, Fadger was not selected for the cup. Again, a bit of a surprise and he has not appeared for the na national team since June 2022. So similar to Al Kabi there, except that Fadger is 37 years old. So we don't expect to see him uh, coming back into the squad and we remove him from the list here. Um, maybe I already did. Oh, there he is. Uh, okay, and then the other candidate uh, who uh, was an injury concern going into the cup was Ryan Mamey and he was not selected for the cup and he too has not been selected uh, since so September 2022 his last appearance uh, he's even younger though just uh, 26 years old so uh, we will put him at the uh, seems to be off the squad level giving him a slim chance of coming back in uh, the other candidate we have to deal with was one who was seemingly off the squad. It was uh, Usama Idrisi, um, and he has come back into the fray. Uh, he wasn't selected for the cup, um, but he returned after a three-and-a-half-year absence in June 2023 uh, and started one of their six remaining games, and he was subbed in for one but not selected for the last four matches. So uh, we have him now at the uh, possible uh, but unlikely level. But we will change his name to Black because he was uh, part of the African Cup uh, 2019 squad, um, but was off the team for the, for the uh, 2021 African Cup and the World Cup in 2022. So... Um, at least uh, back in the picture to a degree. And uh, he is only um, 
uh, 27 years old, and he made an interesting club move recently from Sevilla in Spain in 2023 to Pachuca in Mexico. We don't see uh, many players uh, doing that. We've seen a couple do it, but uh, uh, an interesting move. Not sure that it will increase his chances of uh, making the squad, but he does uh, have a, a possibility. We have two players to add to the list here. Once again, it was players that uh, should have been on the list under new uh, candidates, so I'm not sure why they weren't, but um, we'll add them now. And that is um, Walid Chadira and um, Abdurazak Hamdala. Um, both of those kind of uh, didn't feature in our uh part one of our player podcast because they uh, hadn't played until june 2022 or hadn't uh, been on the radar but uh came onto the radar uh later on so uh walid chadira uh, got his first cap in september 2022 uh, they had three games between that time and the cup and he didn't start any of them but he was subbed in for two and on the bench for one other and uh, Walid Chadira uh, was selected, um, so he was a substitute in uh, two games there. And um, since that time has not started any of their 15 games, but was subbed in for four and on the bench for six. So, uh, however, there were four matches he wasn't selected for. He was suspended for one other. Uh, and those include the last three matches. So he was fairly regular, even if he was only a sub or a bench player, uh, but then not selected for the last three matches. So we put uh, Walid Chadira, uh, Chadira as a new candidate. We're not going to put him in the spotlight, but I will say that he has had a rise in his... Uh, um, well, arguably a rise in his club affiliations. He was born in Italy and has played for Italian teams. Uh, he was with Barry in Italy until 2023 and uh, moved up to Na uh, Napoli, uh, at least on their roster, because he has since been loaned out uh, to Frosinone in Italy, which seems about uh, a similar level to Barry. But at least he's on the roster of Napoli. Anyway, Wally Chadira... Uh, looks a possible candidate going into this cup. Uh, the other one is Abdurazek Hamdala. His name is already in black text because he's been with the team uh, for quite a while, since 2012. He's 33 years old now, and he was on the roster for the 2013 African Cup, uh, but not any African Cup or not any Cups after that. He was selected for the final squad for the 2019 African Cup, but was injured. Anyway, uh, he unexpectedly returned after a two-and-a-half-year absence when named to the final squad. I don't think they put out a preliminary squad there. Uh, but named to the final squad, he played their last warm-up game um, uh, before the tournament. So uh, came in unexpectedly, Abdul Razak Hamdala, and um, we have him... Uh, oh, I, I should say what he's done over the past uh, year. So he started one of their 15 games, uh, subbed in for five and on the bench for six. Uh, so not selected for three matches. However, those two are the last three matches. So uh, almost at the portable but unlikely level, uh, missing the last three matches, um, uh, just like um, 
uh, Tradera there, but we will put them at the uh, possible level. All right, let's uh, review the list then and summarize the position of boards in a bit of a narrative. So we have definite candidate Yusuf and Nesri now, and then three possible candidates in uh, El Kabi, Chidera, and Hamdala, and a possible but unlikely candidate in Idrisi, and two players seemingly off the squad, but with a small chance of coming back, uh, El Hadidi and Ryan Mamey. Uh, all right, let's uh, summarize the position. So uh, it was a 4-3-3 formation in six of the seven cup games. However, we consider it kind of a lone forward, uh, that formation, and the two outside forwards more like uh, left attacking midfielder, right attacking midfielder. Um, so um, it was uh, N. Nesri in all seven games of the cup. Uh, and he truly was a lone forward in the 5-4-1 formation uh, against France in game six. And Nesri went on to play five of the next six games, and it was Hamdala uh, replacing him once. Um, El Kabi started the second last game, that was the first of the World Cup qualifying games, but Nesri returned for the second one, and uh, we consider him still the prime candidate here. Uh, and we'll be talking about that right away uh, because we finish now our uh, our uh, section two. We have our list going into this cup. And uh, for a bit of fun, we start section three with a spotlight, re spotlight review where we try to predict uh, the starters uh, that we think will be uh, in the cup, uh, knowing full well and with some humility that uh, things uh, never really go as we as we predict. Anyway, we start with manager uh, Walid Raguagui, uh, and uh, he was uh, brought them to the fourth place in the World Cup, so uh, we don't think that they would um, uh, get rid of him at this point. He's a definite candidate for us. Uh, goalkeeper Bono, or Yasin Bunu, uh, we think he will be the starting goalkeeper. Uh, two central defenders, we're pretty confident that uh, Nayef Aguerd and uh, Romain Saiz will be the two starters. Left back, uh, we think uh, Nusser Mazraoui uh, will be the starter, but he's under a bit of an injury concern. And so uh, if he's absent, um, yeah, Yahya Atiat Allah, uh, we think, would be the replacement. In fact, there is a possibility that they could share uh, duties in the cup. Uh, and not just because of Masraoui's injury uh, concern. Uh, next, uh, in right back, we're very confident um, uh, Ashraf Hakimi uh, will be the starter. And um, in the midfield, central midfield, uh, we see Sofian Amrabat as a starter. Um, and then we lean towards uh, Azadin Unahi, um, as a starter there, but we do think Amin Harit is making a bit of a bid for the starting role, so uh, we're going to put them both as likely candidates, but we do favor Unahi there. Uh, left wing is the most interesting story. We have three candidates. It was Soufiane Bouffal uh, in the cup, but he's actually an out-of-position uh, player there. He's uh, coded as an attacking midfielder. Now they have a couple of players coded as left-wingers. Newcomer Amin Adli and uh, Abdi uh, Ezalzuli. 
um, uh, we think all three of them might be candidates. Uh, among the three of them, uh, I think Ezal Zuli actually has the least chance of being the starter. Uh, I'm I'm going to be a bit bold and say, I mean, Adley uh, will be the starter. Sofiane uh, uh, Bouffal um, is under uh, a bit of an injury uh, concern too, so um, it will depend uh, on that. Um, next, over to the right wing, we have um, uh, Hakim Zayach, who we, we think will definitely be uh, a starter. Uh, in central attacking midfield, well, they don't really actually use the position uh, enough for us to nominate a starter there. So we're going to leave that one uh, blank. If they, no, I'm not even going to get into that. Uh, moving on to the forward line, uh, Yusuf N. Nesri, a definite candidate. And that is our list for the spotlight review. We'll see uh, when the uh, first team is fielded in the first game, uh, how we did there. Meanwhile, let's uh, continue part three uh, or section three. Uh, and all we have left to do is to preview uh, part two of the podcast, which will come out when the um, final roster is published. So at that time, we're going to review the list that we compiled here and uh, make note of any surprises that would be uh, definite or, or likely players that weren't selected or uh, any uh, incoming players or players that we considered uh, unlikely uh, who actually do make it to the squad. That includes uh, probably new players. And we did see a couple of those in 2022 uh, coming in late to the squad for the World Cup. Uh, we'll also update uh, any injuries. We do have a few uh, injury concerns that we talked about in this media cast. So uh, when we get a bit closer to the Cup, we'll, able, we'll be able to uh, hopefully give more information. That's it for part one, and we hope you stay tuned for part two. We originally planned to tag on our past, present, and future plans for the media cast, but we have instead decided to put a link to that 10-minute video in the show notes. It covers what we're working on and what we plan to do over the next nine months. We would like to thank Pixabay and Alexei Ivanov of Mappa Music for the wonderful background music accompanying this media cast.